Hello everybody, you're listening to Come and Ride With Me. This is a weekly podcast about Tokusatsu, a genre of practical effects TV and film. This is the show between two different podcasts. One is uh, the yearly podcast, or the OG podcast, where we look at things as it would have been airing or as they're airing at that kind of pace. And then there's a book club where we look at things in a more truncated book club format over the course of several months. You're about to listen to episode 181, where we finally come to the end of our 2022 series that uh, we t- took a little break from that came back to as we reach the final episode of Shooters Like Jetman. We also talk about the uh, most recent two episodes, 32 and 33, Captain Geese. Hen... Hello, you're listening to Common Drive. This is episode 181. This is the OG or yearly podcast of myself, Kip, and Copacetic Senpai. Hey, Senpai. What's up? What's going on, brother? Uh, not much. This is just a cool, fun episode for us. A lot to talk about. I'm very excited this week. What about you? Uh, bittersweet. Uh, wrapping up Jet Man. One of probably my favorite, if not the best, Sentai show I've ever seen. Um, but yeah. Um, and then we got some solid episodes from Geet, so looking forward to talking about it. No, yeah, um, a lot's going on today, but also I do think uh, we've both been spending some time in space, some like sci-fi time, because uh, I've been playing that uh, new Star Wars game, and you saw Guardians 3. Yeah, I guess this is like a sci-fi pod, right? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But yeah, um, Guardians 3, where do I start? Uh, I would say... It was like a nice ending to uh, the trilogy. Um, kind of sucks that you know, like James Gunn, um, that whole situation, <laughs> you know. Uh, but coming back and having to pretty much clean up whatever Kevin Feige and the rest of the guys uh, made of the characters, I think he did a decent job wrapping that story up. Uh, it was kind of like one of those situ- uh, situations where they left it open to maybe they get back together or. Maybe this is the end type type vibes without spoiling anything. But uh mm-hmm. action was good. Uh very uh Rocket Raccoon centric. And mm-hmm. uh yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what the future holds for the film. But I would say out of the three, it's probably my second favorite. Okay. Um I still have number one my as my my, my go to for Guardians of the Galaxy. First introduction and everything. Yeah, that second one wasn't as good as that first one for me either. I thought so too, because I wasn't really big on the whole ego father thing. It was kind of, I don't know. I didn't really get behind that storyline, but decent watch. But I think that uh, the third one uh, was a lot better than two. But uh, I think volume one will always be my favorite just because of the needle drops that were in there. Uh, Me and Star-Lord for the first time and all the other characters is pretty solid. And uh, the whole build up to Infinity War. But uh, I will say go see it. Um, maybe not like right away. I wouldn't say it's a must see, but <laughs> I would definitely see it in theaters if you can. But three hours is a very long time to spend. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, three hours, bro. Really? Yeah, that's a long one. 
uh pause but uh <laughs> yeah uh cool watch though but uh if you're one of those people that don't want to stay in the same spot for three hours i'm pretty sure it'd be on disney plus pretty soon i don't know what what zoe zaldina thinks she's like hey come see my three-hour movies i'm like i'm sorry like i think you're great but three-hour movies like in makeup this whole time i don't know like avatar this just yeah it was a stretch because I'm later in my like mid thirties <laughs> and I went to a, uh, 10 o'clock showing. So I got out at like one o'clock. So I kind of doze off a few times <laughs> cause I was kind of tired. Uh, but yeah, I still enjoy the movie though. That's cool. What I heard was it's better than most Marvel movies have been in the past three or four years. That's where I would put it at. Um, what's the last one that came out? Ant-Man. Uh, I think it was way better than Ant-Man. Uh, better than strange and what was the last one other than that oh was that shang chi was that the eternals oh yeah that's yeah in that kind of area um i would say it's towards the top of the list between those ones but definitely better than ant-man and uh strange for me it sounds like maybe it didn't have to do as much other stuff because it was like the end of like a chapter like it like it didn't have to be like and here we're setting up this and this and this yeah yeah i think the only thing that like all these like sci-fi marvel movies are building towards is the whole uh secret wars type movie that's been hyped about or talked about yeah so uh, um yeah but uh it's cool but uh how was uh fallen order 2 yeah did you put the first one or no yeah and like lots of games that's where you get like powers and stuff and you're like oh like now you can like force push and like have missiles or like whatever you like lose them at the start of a new game Mm -hmm. not at all here like you start being able to like double jump and force pull and force push oh nice so like you start doing all the same like movement and like combat stuff like you have like all the like lightsaber styles then you just get more and it's like oh he has like new abilities versus like losing stuff and that's really cool that's super awesome because that's more realistic and it's a part two so it's like like, it didn't really end it with him forgetting his powers so that's good to know they do introduce um two new lightsaber styles and do you want to spoiler or like want to stay pure uh what kind of spoiler is it like early game spoiler or uh, like in the first like third of the game, you get new ways to use like your lightsaber. Oh no, you could tell me. I've only I haven't bought it yet because I'm not necessarily forcing myself to beat Ragnarok, but I've had Ragnarok since it came out day one, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, let me get back into gaming real quick. I kind of want to like end up having all this stuff in my queue, and I just never play it. So, uh, but I am going to get it once I beat Ragnarok. Oh yeah, um, in the first game, like you had like a like normal lightsaber then partway through you could get like a double bladed lightsaber and then at the end you could get like a two lightsabers but not really here they have like real real two lightsabers but they also introduce uh the like kylo ren like cross guard lightsaber oh sick okay and a like lightsaber and like a gun combo where you have a gun that works if you're like whole thing what yeah that's badass and they like control really cool. Like one like gun one is kind of a little like fencing style and like your like gun comes out like in like um Bloodborne. It's really cool. Cool. Not sure the store it's weird because it feels like they're like stuck in this place, like where it's like, okay, 
can't make too much on the main story, but also they're like, there's some other story stuff they're doing. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that you really wanted to get these books you were selling like that crazy, <laughs> but they are. <laughs> Have you seen the weird like High Republic stuff they're doing where it's like a different era? No, I haven't seen that. Is it kind of like Game of Thrones style? Like, uh, it's like two or three hundred years before the prequels when the Jedi were like still doing all right. It's like a bunch of books set then. Okay, no, I haven't heard about that. Yeah, they bring some stuff in from that. It's kind of weak, you know. Yeah, just throw it in there to get people to read the books. Gotcha. Although I um did also see for the um for the fortieth anniversary um return of the jedi which was great to see uh it's probably my favorite star wars movie overall because i just like really love like luke in that movie but it was awesome yeah uh they um had a bunch of scenes like i I did not remember though i was like man there's some real like cg guys like talking right now and some (laughs) songs and it wasn't stuff that was added right it's just stuff you didn't notice before i think it was stuff that was added because like in like Jabba's palace there was like like two more songs and there was like a bunch of like weird like CG dudes they didn't have that back in the 80s yeah that's true no great movie though but yeah we should talk about though what we are here to talk about today uh, which I have not said yet but hey uh, it is episode 32 and 33 of Comrade Geet and the last episode episode 51 of Jordan's Die Jetman meaning that we'll finally be caught up and done with Jetman and build mm-hmm and just a program note, uh, next time uh, we will have Geet and then kind of like a post-mortem on those two shows. Uh, so we're just watching those two for next time, though. But no, um, like we have in, uh, with Geet, though, um, the first episode has been the end of one arc and the next one is the start of the next arc. So episode 32 of Comrade Geet's Lamentation F, The Last Judgment. We come to the end of the Jamato game here. And a lot of stuff happens this episode. Yeah. The biggest thing is, uh, what do you think of our winner here? Uh, I'm not going to lie. It was kind of refreshing to see somebody else win other than Ace. Mm-hmm. And for it to be buff was even better. Uh, and to see where, you know what I'm saying, he makes his wish and how the, the world we're going to be living in for the next, I guess, is eight episode arcs, what do you think? Maybe six episodes? Yeah, maybe. We don't know. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. Uh, it's just a breath of fresh air. I feel like um, the Jamato games probably is my least favorite arc so far. Mm-hmm. It was cool, but I was really, uh, I really liked the first arc a lot. So we, now we're entering into the third arc, so we'll see how it goes. What'd you think? Yeah, we're getting like a lot of stuff going on. Like we get like the, um, I liked seeing Buffa win. I also see just like the way that like people are like changing their like allegiances. Like Partway through the episode, like Ace goes to see his mom and realizes she's not talking to him. And then, like, she starts to cry as this weird undead statue. And he's just like, You're making my mom cry. And he has like a whole fight with the um, producer. And it's like a whole thing there. So I was like, Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the next step for him as a character, too? Um, one early thing is that Zen tells Ace about the first games and how they weren't life threatening and you got a gold coin to show that you were the best. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah. (laughs) And then uh, the crowds liked it once they could uh, have people die and gain wishes. It's like, that's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds a lot more entertaining than getting a gold coin. Not going to lie. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, but like, what was it? Like, were the Jamato like American gladiators? Just like, here's Spike and here's Thunder and they're going to stop you. Yeah. <laughs> and then also we see um, a like great fight between like Ace and Buffa where they're oh. fighting and they're shooting. And yeah, the camera work on this show is tops here for sure. And they've like, did go full Goku like telling Vegeta like I won't like hold back just to make him mad kind of stuff and <laughs> like you were holding back this whole time <laughs> and the way like that like Ace lost just to shoot the belt out of his hands to go see his mom was cool too yeah but they follow it up with another great fight because when Ace is fighting the uh, producer comrade or gazer uh, the like white one he's like has to stop his like projections so like he's doing the like rock lee versus like gara fight thing where he's like going around and flying around and like yeah shooting his fists to like grab him yeah great ending to uh the jamato art and yeah um we then get a uh new episode in 33 with a new arc attached to it uh we've left lamentation and we're on to yearning with yearning one buffa unrivaled and this was a surprise, but I really liked everything that happened here. This is a great episode. I, I thought so, too. I saw um, one of the guys I follow on YouTube. He does a lot of the uh, Geats reviews, and he gave this episode an F. I thought it was good. Why? I don't know. I have no idea why he gave it an F. Um, I think it was like he was complaining about, I forget the guy's name, but the two Americans that got turned into uh, writers. Ben and John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they got owned super quickly. He complained about that, which sucked because I kind of wanted him to be part of the, you know what I'm saying, like fighting and stuff like that. But he was upset about that because um, the continuity, supposedly, like, um, I guess if you get your, uh, I forget the correct name for the, when you touch the thing in your desire driver, the ID core. Yeah, ID core. Your ID core, your, uh, you can't come back. And supposedly someone's ID core was cracked before and, they showed up in like the episode, like getting recruited again. So I think he was upset about that. But nah, man, this episode was pretty badass. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, the guy cracking the cores had his core cracked and like came back like through like weird shenanigans. That's happened before. I don't know. Yeah, he he was complaining about that and some other stuff. But I kind of checked that once he gave it an F. I'm like, a F? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> this episode oh yeah this is a great episode because i like just like love like ben and john like i've seen them on like <laughs> yeah twitter like a few times and they're like see where they're like talking about like oh like oja sama has it said <laughs> 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 yeah americans and japanese shows are so funny i love that moment like where they touch their cores and then like i think ben or john i'm not sure which one like takes off his sunglasses like I'm a comet like Watashi covered rider. <laughs> it's like, yes. Yeah, it starts to speak Japanese again. I'm like, these guys are crazy. Uh, and like, I love like the like smaller bits in this like episode, like too. Like, it starts with like the world wonders where Ace is, but also like we see like K West sisters like talking to this cop, like, he's not back, he's not back. And like Q and seeing Neon happy. And like, um, I like how her losing is. She lost her desire to like find true love. So now she's like fine being in like an arranged marriage and like she has no interest. She has no like wants, which she's like in this conversation. That, that was a good bit. 
Mm-hmm. And like, I would have liked to see Ben and John's forms, but also it's okay. They got to transform and get that uh, good old fashioned beat down. Yeah, I don't think, think that was really meant for them to be around for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm sure like in the post series movies, it'll be like, oh, and now they have a form because that's what those are like for to like do things that like wouldn't fit the plot of the show, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they sent like a whole, uh, the Tuzaya Grand Prix sent like 20 riders after Buffa, but in one night he kills them all. Or not kills, he stops them because like he like beats them and then crushes their core. So they're not actually dying. Like he's just like, oh, like just forget this and like you'll be happier. And um including one like Basset Hound dude. And I was like, what's this guy about? And I guess that one writer they made for this episode was like uh this guy, Itoku, who's like a suit actor, who's like the like um guy in the suit for like tycoon blades cross z like oh okay it's like 2009 like he's basically been every secondary writer okay um but like so (laughs) surumi's really upset to like give the um like um core back to neon and then like buff was like don't touch that kind of like clear like he's not trying to hurt people like he's like trying to stop the common riders but um then baroba just grabs her and makes her touch it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like i love um how she's like a high school like weird like cyber bully or something it's like a really great touch mm-hmm. but yeah then of course um we see buffa show up at the weird like sky palace like after they've gotten the uh the sponsors to help and he like throws a belt to the game master dude and is like you're some of the last riders. I'm going to like take care of you. It just like fights them. And this game master guy is just like, oh yeah, I'm going to beat your ass. And then the, he just gets his ass kicked the whole time as he's talking so much shit. He's just getting beat up. Like, Don't arrest me. Oh, yeah. I thought he was going to do something, but now he's got his ass kicked. No, he was like the uh, black knight from like Monty Python. Like, oh, like you're scared of me. It's like one arm's like off and he's bleeding. Just yeah. But no, um, cool moment, though, where we see um, that Sarumi has lost her faith in the DGP and she has uh, the the Geet's core and she's like holding it as she's praying. And then Ace comes back and he has that core. And what do you think of that reveal that she's got these powers? I don't know. I was kind of confused because I was like, is she the goddess of creation? Uh, And I'm like, no, that can't be. That doesn't make any sense. But. Um, I really didn't know what to make of it, to be honest. Maybe we have some answers in the next episode. How'd you take it? I've kind of been wondering if maybe like the role of navigator was some kind of you're going to become the next goddess thing for a while. So mm, the next goddess. That makes sense. Yeah. OK. Because even like in like an earlier episode um, made the first game we saw in full Ace made her his sister, you know? <laughs> Yeah. So I'm wondering if like they were already siblings or something and they just didn't know. But yeah, um, I liked how this episode did kind of like super focus on like Neon and her, though. They got like a ton of time because like most of the cast wasn't there. And like for Buffa, he was mostly just looking cool and like beating ass. So mm-hmm. and he looks good, like his big gold horns, his like big cape. 
looked like a threat. Yeah, the guy was complaining about that too. I like his new form, but uh, he was saying that it was like whenever he had like the the fever perk, like up, yeah, upgrade. It's kind of similar to that. I mean, it's fine. I, I wasn't expecting like a dramatic change in his suit, but he looks like Buffa now. You know what I mean? Like kind of like a buffed yeah. up version of himself. So it was cool. How you can like walk is... ass like Terminator and Jason? Yeah. I think all they did was like change his horse's cape, but it's okay. It looks cool. It also, I'm sure he'll get more power up with like in the future if he needs it, you know? Yeah. And what do you think about Ace coming back and then immediately being like, I'm not fighting you, Buffa, and pointing his gun at the game master? Cause Oh yeah. That was a crazy cliffhanger. Um maybe he's gonna destroy the belt. I don't think he's gonna like do anything to the game master itself. Yeah, I don't know, because on one hand, he's pissed off. And like if this becomes kind of like a like two man power trip, like two like super strong guys like him and Buffa just like hunting down the Grand Prix as like a tag team. Oh, I'd be cool with that. That would be cool. Yeah. It's also just uh, like he's got no reason to want to help get the world back to how it is. Yeah, and it's kind of fucked up too, <laughs> like to hear like how it was, and then like, hey, let's just have them, uh, make a wish and destroy worlds. More entertaining, so I can see why Buff was the way he is now. And I liked how they've made every character have a point to why they're doing the things that they're doing, but also they've like um done a great job of like we only got one episode from where Ace left the story and came back so it wasn't like that long to like sit with it but they like brought him back in a complicating way not a like simple way it was like oh this problem got solved but it's actually more complicated you know yeah i felt like that kind of when they brought back zen too i thought he'd be gone a little bit longer but they've been bringing characters back super quick yeah but no um that is it for geeks right now though and next time is uh 34 and 35 and we're getting up on this show, man. We like took a long time with uh, the uh, the double anime and Black Sun, so I guess just like now we're uh, most of the way through the show at this point, or, like more than halfway through now. Mm-hmm. But no, now let's talk about final ep. Flap your wings, aviators. The last episode of Shirts Since I Jet Man. Last time we left off. It's time for the big final battle. Big robots like giant monsters. The whole world's at stake and what do you think of this episode Sabai? i thought it was i thought it was a pretty solid episode even though i didn't like what happened at the very end <laughs> i thought uh you know what i'm saying seeing rad go down uh and fight to the end and seeing like uh gardo fucking tetra boy and seeing you know saying everybody that's part of the show was pretty solid yeah seeing how everybody's lives were taking place like three years later was was fun i think it was a cool ending what'd you think I did like that whole fight scene at the end where like like the first half of the episode is just like one drawn out like mecha fight and they're like losing arms and they're getting like mm-hmm. destroyed and there's that whole pile at the end where like they're all on the ground in pieces and like one standing up with one arm smoking. It's like, oh, we did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just like Rad was just like a head in a giant monster and like he was just like, ha 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 ha. And then like he got stabbed and he's like bleeding and he just like starts like saying stuff like I bet he does not know if he can come back to life but he's just saying that oh my soul will curse you forever 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a hater till the end. Uh-huh. But yeah, just um the ending that we get though is just like three years later, and we see that Rita has the girl from forever ago is like with him and they're like having lunch and they're living together. And like Akko's an idol or something, or like a busy she's some kind of star. Um and Kauri is getting married. And they kind of like don't reveal who it is. You're like, oh, who's she getting married to? Yeah. And it's Ryu. How'd you feel about that? I thought it was kind of random, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. Not random, but like forced. I don't know. They kind of yada yada it by saying three years later, I guess. Yeah, like a lot could happen off screen. But uh, the person that... uh Was late? No, nah, the chick that uh, my guy ended up with. Uh, Yellow Owl. For Rita? Yeah. Yeah, was, was she part of an episode before? She looked familiar. <sighs> I think so. I'm going to check really quick. I think she was from that, that, like when they first met up, right? I think that was the same chick. Remember, we were like, oh, he has a girlfriend now. Remember the episode where a like girl from his childhood shows up and then like a monster makes her a sniper? Yeah. Yeah, that's her, right? Okay, cool. Okay, I like that. Episode nine, Muddy Love. Yeah. Shout out Raita. Oh, the fashion dimension beast makes her a sniper. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, no, that was cool. Um, yeah. And I guess it makes sense as far as like Carrie did like him before he before she got with a guy and then like her and guy didn't work out. And like, I do like how they didn't work out. And it was very like it wasn't as dramatic as it could be. It was like, OK, we don't work, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, they get married. But guys late. He's picking up some flowers and then a girl's purse gets snatched. Like, in my mind, I was like, he's wearing a tan suit, which is like what you wear when you're about to get like shot or stabbed or something. <laughs> <laughs> like that suit was kind of like, huh, something's off here. Oh, uh, but no. Um, he goes after this purse thief and beats him up and says, "Ah, oh, don't do that. And then he gets stabbed. And I couldn't tell if this was if the guy who stabbed him was the human form have rad or just dressed like him because it was the 90s oh that's something to go back and check out fan theories it might be right uh ooh, the criminal um no um he's actually another suit actor he was just so random oh <laughs> this is actually really funny he is the suit actor for black condor <laughs> <laughs> It'd be your own, right? It'd just be Yeah, that's kind of yeah. cool, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah. And then once a guy stabbed, he just makes his way to the wedding and he's like holding his jacket over the wound. Just like he just kind of looks like a like weekend at Bernie's like Yeah. To Nero characters holding stuff up like uh one hands. Yeah, it seemed like he's ready to go. I mean, obviously he could have went to the hospital or something, but couldn't miss the homie's wedding, I guess. Yeah, and he like talks with like Ryu on this bench, and then he's like, "Oh, like my like stomach just hurts. I was drinking last night." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> he goes back to the party, and he just dies on a bench, twenty feet from the wedding. Yeah, when do you think they realized he was dead? <laughs> like, hello, like, oh, he's just sleepy. I was thinking that too. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a what a horrible wedding! <laughs> like, fucking guy dies at your wedding. That sucks. You know that like. 
when Rita's like two year old like came over, I was like, "Hey, Daddy, Uncle Guy's not moving." Yeah, he's not playing with me. That would suck. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know why they made a decision to kill him off though. What do you think? I mean, it definitely fit the show. I feel like like it felt like a super like dramatic moment, but like when it happened, I was kind of like, "Did I know this?" Like it kind of like flashed back. Like I knew there was a like character who died in one of these shows from like the 80s or 90s but then i like checked after and it was super famous and super i think it was just like to show how grounded and cool the show was that at the end of the day you can fight a robot to the death and like light a cigarette for him but you could still die to being stabbed i don't know yeah i didn't really get i mean i feel like it mirrored what happened to uh to gray that's the only thing Mm. i could think of kind of like those characters are kind of like interchangeable between the Viram and the Jetman and they both kind of like went out to similar ways with the cigarette in their mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it kind of mirrored that. I'm wondering too if like they just wanted to like make Guy this like perfect romantic character and like him dying without having to realize or go forward on like what his potential is. He never has to be anything but the saxophone playing like whiskey drinking playboy like yeah. You know, I really like this show. <laughs> this is a really good show. Me too. Like, I, I can't really, I, I don't think I complain about any episodes, maybe one, but they're all pretty solid. Yeah. Like, we'll like talk more in the post mortem, but for me, I was like, okay, um, this show never really like failed to do what it set out to do every episode. I was like, oh, this is like a like cool design or a cool fight scene or here's like this like cool story or character beat. Um, and yeah. That's Jetman. And let's talk about, though, um, our big questions that we always end the show with Senpai. And uh, who are your top three favorite characters this time? Top three favorite characters. Ooh. Damn. Oh, man. Tough, tough, tough. This is hard, right? <laughs> uh, I would shout out the whole Jetman crew, but I'll have to single out Guy. Thanks for the memories, man. Never forget you as a character. Uh, whiskey drinking, cigar smoking, women choking <laughs> type player. Shout out guy, RIP. Uh, next up, I would say I would give it to Ace. Uh, finally meeting his mother, even though she didn't really respond to him. Uh, fighting Buffa. And one of the uh, and one of the game game guys, game masters, and then coming back from the dead, <laughs> and then with the bells ringing, with the bells ringing when the world needed him the most. Uh, shout out Ace, but uh, number one spot I would say uh, Buffa, uh, for winning the Jamato games, and also just owning every single common rider on the board. Like the whole board was just wiped out. They even went to like. <laughs> Like Lucy's, like, oh, we have these ones right here, like yeah. common Pokemon cards, like nobody wants. Like, oh, we want to try these guys out. They're like, nah, man, it's the sower. So that was fun. And uh, those oh, three top three. Who you got? Oh, that's that, that's just like true. Um, I really liked Ace. I'll give him number three. Like, I like just like seeing him, like just his little moment with the producer, where like he's asking him questions, then the producer's like. Oh, just go back and get that belt and it'll be fine. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. I'm on it. And then just is like, I'm going to 
kill you. I'm going <laughs> to beat all your asses. I'm going to break you. Um, and then probably number two, Buffa. Uh, everything he's doing makes sense. He's doing it great. Um, it might just be bigger horns than like a like cape, but like I like his new form. And number one, I'm going to give it the guy. Um, number one. He really was just a great character throughout. Um, I think like the same problem that like gray had like he was too cool to like be in the show too much i think for guy it was like oh he he's too cool to live yeah like <laughs> if he lived people would want like a spinoff season with him in it type type vibe like oh where's guy up to these days yeah no probably like he's like a i knew he was like a famous character like in like just the like fandom but i'm sure there's wild fan fiction or like speculation and like the actors got like a ton of work or whatever but yeah what about your favorite part of the tokusatsu like the effects the fight scenes like new suits oh definitely buffer versus uh ace for sure favorite mm. fight how about you yeah that was really good but also like you could tell they're still like holding something back for that final battle this is like part six of like nine or something they got some more to go mm-hmm. um i'll say the whole big like fight scene um in Jetman, it was like one fight scene just like all mechs just like arms coming off and things getting beat up and like finding his weak point and it's the part where like he was stabbed by rie and they have to like hold him as he gets stabbed and like the blood coming out of like rad's mouth it was like, okay yeah this is them just going in just like really hard on these like whole fight scene type. For a second, I wasn't sure if they're doing like the whole uh, neon uh, Evangelion type thing. Like they're connected to the mech. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm like, okay, he got stabbed, right? The mech got stabbed, but did he get stabbed too? You know what I mean? Like, did he feel it? Like maybe they have like an emotional, emotional connection to the, to the mech, but I'm not sure. I think I was probably reading into it too deep. I don't know, but also like, the Becky was doing like a weird one from the future and like who knows what has gotten there, you know? Mm-hmm. And like can't be said enough. Uh the like mechs in Jetman look great. They all look pretty good. And they brought back their weird, like I forgot that the five jets could combine it to one big jet. And they only like did it like one time, but it was like back here for the second time. Yeah. And yeah. What about the best fits, the best outfits that we saw on people? I like Buffa's fit when he was on a rooftop talking uh, to Baroba. Baroba? Mm-hmm. Like the black kind of like space kind of like air, air, what's it called? Uh, parachute pants? Yeah. The black top. Thought that was a pretty solid fit. Oh, that's hard. Um, I think that Buffa has some great fits. I like the wedding fits. Um, I do think that I'm sure the outfit the guy dies in is like cosplayed all the time. <laughs> yeah. Or like was. <laughs> uh so I'll say that or the whole outfit that they have on um as their like pilots where they like when they transform their street clothes into jet bad and then once they're jet bad and they get knocked out, uh they just are in these jumpsuits and they're just like a a like solid look. But yeah, that's it for this time. Next time, two more geats, 3435. And uh we're thinking kind of we might like split it off and have like two shorter things come out and like have like a post-mortem on like Jetman and build. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So senpai, where people find you when you're uh, not talking about uh, Tokusatsu? Uh, you can find me on TikTok 
And you can find me on Twitter. We're going to find you, Kip. You can find uh, me um, on co-host at James D on Twitter at James Forge. Find the podcast on co-host at Common Ride on Twitter at Common Ride with me. Uh, there's CommonRide.com for episodes and articles. There is a slash merch linked up to our merch store with proceeds going to places like Trans Lifeline and the Trevor Project. There is a slash episodes for links up different platforms. You can uh, send in your questions to podcast at comrade.com, especially for next time for your thoughts and stuff. And also um, next week is uh, the second episode on Comrade Fies for the book club. Uh, we are all going to be there, hopefully, uh, for the questions that we did not answer in the first episode. We will get around to those then if you have any more. But yeah, as we always say, though, what did we learn today? I would say we learned that Jetman's probably the greatest Sentai show of all time. Ooh. I'm sure there's some fighting words coming our way, but... What you got? That's where I'm at. I'm sitting on that. I can't disagree. <laughs> Come at me. Even though I haven't watched a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. There's always that. But hey, it's subjective, right? I can say whatever I want. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've probably seen like one or two other shows to the end and I still say Jetman is probably up there. It's probably number one. The bar is high though. If there's like a better show, it's probably like the in the S tier, you know, it's like at like that point you're like, who knows? It's like completely like random what's better. It's like Carolyn Preference. This show is just great. Yeah. And I'll say, um sometimes it's just go to the doctor. Uh, not a bench. Yeah, it's just Get the thing checked out. I mean, I I hope that my homies, like, if they're having a wedding and I get stabbed on the way to it, that they will be like, forgive me for missing it because I got to go get checked out. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just don't want to be like, oh, he's sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're sleepy at this wedding. <laughs> and if I lose a friendship over that, it is what it is. But damn, tough way to go. Yeah. If you get stabbed on the way to a wedding... Don't give them your ID. Just say that you're anonymous. They don't pay that insurance money. Just get help.